0: Give it up for the band leading us in this christmas eve service that was amazing For all of you that have ADD, that had to be amazing. We had dancing, we had singing, we had videos, we had a NASCAR jacket that I'm not sure about. Just for those that are guests with us, understand that that was what our church members brought to us, not what the staff decided on. So I blame them for anything that transpired. Um, you also have a chance to vote um, all the way through 8 p.m. tonight, so don't worry about that. Um, Welcome to Christmas Eve at Genesis Metro. I just want you to know that We have been talking about the last two weeks, we took off having regular live services so that we could save Christmas. And I think all of us agree, we did not need to cancel Christmas in 2020. Can I get any? Yes, yes. We were not gonna do that at Genesis Metro Church. I want you to know that we love Christmas. There's a couple of things I really love about Christmas. Uh, Number one, especially uh, candlelight services, is that it's the only place, only place in America that once a year, we will gather hundreds of people and families and and small children. And after we have taught them all their lives, do not play with fire, we will hand them candles in mass gatherings. And we will say, here, child, hold this fire in your hands while we sing Silent Night. And I love that. I love that. I mean, I don't know if y'all love that, but I love that. And for 18 years, we have had an almost 100% success rate. Um, We did have one little boy kind of started rocking and there was a girl behind him and whoo, but it it didn't, nobody was hurt. I'm just saying that it's exciting events when you have children play with fire and that's gonna happen at the end of tonight's services. I love that. I love some more serious things. I love the Christmas spirit. Would you guys agree that there's like Christmas time is a little bit of excitement, right? I mean, there's, everybody's thinking about a lot of things, presents or like, you know, I had some children come up to me after the first service. They're like, my dad is uh, going to get me a, hopefully something that starts with a W. And he was looking at his dad and, and I was like, oh, a W. What, what is that? Like a, like a we. And, uh, and I think he was in his mind. He's like, okay, boomer. Uh, we, so 2000. And, uh, he was like, no, a woozy. I was like, uh, woozy. What's that? And it's a, It's a Nerf dart gun that shoots 18 darts per second. Like, oh my God, I was like, this is amazing. We didn't have this stuff when I was a child, but there's the the Christmas spirit. I think everyone's a little nicer during the Christmas season. Wouldn't you guys agree? Don't you think that, don't you wish we could have the Christmas attitude 365 days a year? I wish we could, but, but we all know, like, you know, come Friday, everybody's gonna be back to normal. Like, put your mask on, you know, anyway, I'm just saying, it's gonna be crazy. But I love the Christmas songs because we get to come in here and sing some of the classics. We're going to close up this service with Silent Night. Man, it is such a beautiful song singing about when Jesus came and was born. That's the the Christmas message, that's the Christmas story. And we get to blend it in. And at Genesis Metro, we always want to take some creative liberties and be able to, to paint that picture. Wasn't that an amazing picture by our worship team of 2020? I mean, a broken hallelujah? Can it, Raise your hand if you had some broken hallelujahs in 2020. By show of hands, anybody in here? I, I bet so. I bet, I bet it didn't go the way you thought it was going to go in 2020. And to move from a broken hallelujah to a raised hallelujah, that's what Christianity is all about. Which leads me to the last thing that I love, and that is the message, the message of Christmas. That That whenever we think about the simplicity of a, of a baby being born in a manger 2,000 years ago, wrapped in the complexity that God is going to use this to save the world. And it has a side of mystery, because to any of us that are logically minded, we would have to say, God, how are you going to pull that off? How, How are you going to use a baby born in Bethlehem to save the entire world? And I hope that I might share with you a couple of those gifts that God has wrapped ready for you this Christmas Eve. You know, whenever we think about the Christmas story, we've been doing this whole series called the gift exchange. And in the gift exchange, we wanted to talk about different gifts that God has for us. And the first gift I want to unwrap for you tonight is the gift of help. The gift of help. In Luke chapter four, it said that, Isaiah in the Old Testament was prophesying of what Jesus would do when he was born and when he lived and and the gifts that he was going to bring. And, And a couple of the things that he said is that he was going to bring freedom for the prisoners. I want you to think about that for just a moment. Whenever I hear that word, freedom for the prisoners, I just think of a prison break. Have you guys ever watched a movie like, like The Italian Job or, or we just recently watched The Rock with Sean Connery and, and uh, that guy that was on the pillow and a um, great old movie, they're trying to break out of Alcatraz and, and I think about Jesus when he's coming, he said that, that he was going to give us help, that he was going to give freedom for the captives. I don't know if you have any areas of your life, but I think we all do. That it feels like we are in prison. If you have been in quarantine, did it feel like prison? Say amen, amen. Yes, it does. It feels like we've been quarantined from life. And so I want you to know that that a lot of times we're sitting around in our cell called our mind and our proclivities, our our demons, our struggles, the darkness that might be in us. And, And there's a lot of things that we would like to be free from. And yet, though we've tried our best, they still haunt us. Every time that we feel like we've cracked the code, we've picked the lock, and we're almost at the door, the guard catches us and takes us back down into the pit. Whenever we think about that, I just want you to know that that God can help you get out. That's that's the specific reason why that baby was born 2,000 years ago in a manger. It was to help you experience the freedom that is in Christianity So I want you to know that tonight, if you have any prisons that you've been unable to escape from, it's because you haven't had God's help. There's no darkness that he can't help you out of. There's no depression that he can't lift you from. There's no loneliness that he doesn't have a key for. And so I hope tonight that you would experience God's help. Not only does he have help wrapped up under the tree for you, he also has hope. In Matthew chapter 1, Whenever God is discussing with Joseph how this was all going to happen, and and I imagine for Joseph, it felt a little bit like it feels for us in 2020. There was a little bit of unexpected things that happened, um, like your… betrothed wife, letting you know the news that she was with child, and, and uh, you didn't see that one coming. And I think that a lot of us in 2020, there's no like, you didn't, see, you didn't see that coming. And so there was a lot of unexpectedness. And whenever unexpected things happen, it tends to catch us off guard, and we're, we're trying to feel our way through it. But, but not only do we need God's help, but we need hope. I'm going to tell you right now, the most powerful gift you can have in this world is hope. Whenever you get to these phases in life, whether it's sickness, whether it's marital lows, whether it's parenting, whether you're in high school and you can't find your fit, or you're in college and you don't know what you want to do for the rest of your life, and the thought seems daunting, or your business goes through those, those areas where they start tanking and 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 it was things that you couldn't have anticipated. In those moments, I think one of the gifts of 2020 is it taught us that this life is fragile and that if our hope is in these things down here, then we're going to be disappointed. But I can tell you that if you need some hope tonight, that it's still wrapped in Jesus Christ and God wants to give you that gift, which leads us to the last one. God said, not only will you call his name Emmanuel, which is God with us, you'll call his name Jesus, which means God saves us from our sins. God literally says, I'll give you my best for your worst. Now, just to calculate that for just a moment, Whenever we think about our friends, we got friend levels, right? Does everybody agree you got friend levels? And you have to have friend levels because if everyone was your best friend, then you'd be broke at Christmas, right? So you got to you gotta figure it out because you got limited supply and you got a lot of demand. And so you got like Christmas card level, right? You got Chris, you know, like everybody gets a card. And then you got like Secret Santa level, like you don't really want to get them a gift, but you, you kind of have to. And then you have like uh, the mother-in-law level where they're going to get angry with you if you don't get them a gift. So... You got to do that, right? And then you, you got friends that you want to give your very best gifts to. Whenever you think about God and His gift giving, I want you to think about this for just a moment. You, you were, um, to put it in Christmas terms, you were definitely on the naughty list, right? You, you were on the bad list. Because of our sin, the Bible says we were separated from God. Therefore, you didn't buy any gifts this year, I promise you, for the people that you don't like for the people you're estranged from, for the people that are way far away from you or have done something terrible to you. But God says that when we were at our worst and when we were at our lowest, that he sent his son into the world to save us. So when we were at our worst, God said, I'm gonna give you my best. What is it like when you have a relationship where they hold nothing back? Those are your closest friends, aren't they? The ones that know you that know how to get you the gift that you need, the one that's going to cheer you up or connect with some part of you that they know about that a lot of people don't. And God sent the very best gift for you. And I want you to know that if you're a skeptic and maybe you're in here because your wife made you come or your mom or everybody was just going to go for Christmas, I hope you would think about it. Is it possible that you need some help, that you need some hope, Is it possible that you need to experience God's best for your worst? And I can tell you that if you ever say yes to Jesus, it will change every area of your life for the better. And it makes the tough times in this world bearable because God will sustain us and we will never be alone. It takes impossible situations that seem like they're broken, relationships that seem like they can't be fixed, and all of a sudden God can speak and breathe life into them and they can be resurrected. I hope tonight that if you needed help or hope, that you would unwrap the gift of Jesus and that it would make all the difference in the world. Would you pray with me? Father, we ask in the name of Jesus, that name that is able to save us from our sins, God, that we pray for every person sitting in this room tonight that needs help and hope. And God, I pray that right now they would say yes to Jesus. Yes to Jesus, saving them from their sins. Someone sitting in the audience right now is saying to themselves, what what does that even mean? I promise you, if you pray and say, God, I want to say yes to Jesus, everything will get real clear, real quick. And something is going to change inside of you. I pray for every family that might be going through a struggle because sometimes Christmas is a reminder of bad things and not of good things. We have people that are struggling right now that are, that are in the midst of a COVID crisis. We have people that are in the hospital right now. And God, we want to pray as a church body that we would lift them up, that they would find hope, and that we would be the hands and feet of Jesus that would give them help as they need it. God, we ask that we would honor you and that we would worship you as we thank you, God, for another year. We thank you, God, even though it's been a terrible year that you still sent Jesus 2,000 years ago to save us, to give us hope, to allow those that are in prisons to be set free, those that are blind, that they might recover their sight. And God, I pray that the next year would be a year of favor for every person sitting in this room God, I want to just take a moment. And for all of those in here that would receive it, would you, would you raise your hand if you would be interested in a year of favor from God in 2021? Would anybody in here, yes, I I know everyone in here, can I speak a blessing over you as the pastor of Genesis Metro Church? God, I just pray for favor on every life in here. Favor, God, give them peace. God, give them hope, give them joy. That 2021, we'll look back next year, at Christmas Eve, and we'll be reminded that it was the year that God began to change us from the inside out. And we're going to have the best year that we've ever had in the name of Jesus. And the church said, amen. Would you stand with us as we sing Silent Night?